but also like i mentioned the content where you put out is really important right because everything sticks nowadays and mm -hmm. uh, so you got to know what you stand for welcome to pencil leadership my name is chris anderson success and lifestyle coach and this show is to help you begin building a life of fulfillment and to leave a positive mark on the world thank you so much for tuning in today now take out your pencils and let's begin John C. Maxwell said, Your core values are the deeply held beliefs that authentically describe your soul. And Barack Obama said, If we aren't willing to pay a price for our values, then we should ask whether we truly believe in them at all. This is episode 76 with John O'Poon. He's a British-born, Chinese-inspired entrepreneurial solution provider, and he specializes in high-level inner performance and leadership and a consultant for digital marketing strategies, system processes, and business growth. He's going to be talking about digital leadership, growing your business digitally by just how you position yourself as an authority online, uh, as well as knowing yourself a little bit better and being able to grow into the person that you're meant to become. And don't forget to share this episode with someone else and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Firstly, how I got into the whole entrepreneurship space. Um, prior to that, um, I I worked nine to five, mm. uh, as most people. <laughs> right. up the whole. Uh, the thing that worked for me was um, I worked with two mentors who was in the personal development space. They were very heavy on the whole, whole Tony Robbins, mm. um, Tia Vecca all of those kind of mentors they were they worked with those guys for a few years and they adapted or implemented strategies and events um styles how they run tony robin events and the whole hype high fives and hugs <laughs> and whole high energy performance in events so i was brought in to do the digital marketing side all the youtube videos uh before well when youtube was just about getting started actually back then wow and so the whole systems and automations with infusionsoft before it became the beast it is today um it was like early baby stages with them but they were still a great platform to use and had you know i had learned all about digital marketing the the systems the processes the automations follow-ups upsells tagging all sorts of um digital marketing stuff that they learned from their mentors and passed down the skill and experience to me Wow, that's and awesome. So I ran the whole team um, and we outsourced the team. I was managing the outsourced team. Fresh graduate, right? I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, <laughs> this was just fun for me. Mm -hmm. It was all systems and tech. I'm a geek myself. So I was in heaven, really. <laughs> and what the, the fun side was the events, the live events, and just seeing people having those kind of transformations from mm. where they were kind of like made me kind of still understand we're like what what's all these high five crappy people doing like does it actually bring you results <laughs> <laughs> so i i kind of um worked there for about two or three years developed my skill set and i was like ah, what else is out in the world so then i worked in smes and bigger bigger corporations and then large corporate internationals uh, so I found myself climbing that career ladder or the corporate mm. ladder, so yeah. you say, uh, to the point where I was physically and mentally burnt out because I was just 
completely in it. The salary was great. But after doing it for about seven, eight years, it was just like, is this, is this, is this something that I want to, to keep going in my life? Right. And I was asking myself deep questions when I was physically mentally burnt out because it felt like I was just in my deathbed. I was just mm. laying in my deathbed and be like, am I doing this for the next 10, 15 years? You know, two or three years, maybe that's okay. But 10, 15, you hear like corporate guys, right? They're like, oh, I've been in business for 20 years or in the, co- <laughs> in the company for 30, 40 years. It's right. Like, really? Yeah. Is that where I want to end up? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, I wouldn't mind it, but there was the lifestyle I was leading to. Mm, okay. I was working about 15 to 16, 18 hour days. So even I had, you know, nice salary, nice money coming in and all that, I didn't have the the life. Yeah. I didn't have the, the life to live it. Uh, I wasn't able to spend time with my fiance. I wasn't able to spend time with my friends. So mm-hmm. let alone family time. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that, I mean, that's a big eye opener, I think, for... And some people just, they have that and they just kind of say, well, it's just what it is, you know, and that's a sad thing. Yeah. And so for when I got to that stage was asking myself deep questions and being really honest with myself. I was really reflecting and saying, is this where I want to be? Is this all there is to climbing a corporate ladder? Right. (laughs) Uh, I wasn't having fun. I wasn't enjoying myself. I wasn't happy. And when those things just end up too many times to be a no, then it's just like, that's a, that's a red flag. And I ended up in a bit of, I would say self-diagnosed depression. Mm. I was just unhappy basically. Yeah. But I did have like those kind of dark thoughts where you kind of have like suicidal thoughts. It's like, if I ended it now, like, would it matter? Like, what would I leave behind kind of thing? Yeah. And it was grim. But it was questions I needed to ask myself to have that deep conversations with myself mm-hmm. and just really be honest, like really grilling and be like, is this where you want to be? Are you going to be happy with it? And if you left now, what would you leave behind? And you know, my parents are still here, so I'm thankful for that and blessed for that. So I was like, well, if I left my now, my parents wouldn't have someone to look after them because I'm the only child, which kind of makes it more difficult yeah. for, for <laughs> having the excuse to just escape, right? Right. I'd rather not do that. So I was like, nope, need to be here for my parents. I need to show up for to be here, you know, to for my parents. I need to show up for my clients. I need to show up for my, my fiance. <laughs> but it was just something that I, just kept asking myself deep inside there must be more to offer mm-hmm. and so i kept digging deep i reached out to one of my best friends slash my business partner and he asked me you know if you was to live your life you know we've been doing tony robbins work and personal remote for years now you should know this stuff and then it was like yeah i do know the answers i just never asked myself those answers right <laughs> i never implemented those questions into my life i never implemented the answers into my life so i was just like okay so if you was to quit your job tomorrow and what would you do i'd be like well i want to inspire influence and impact the next generation of leaders the next generation of young teenagers the kids the whoever i work with clients uh, and become the next digital leaders that's awesome and that's what um, you did, right? And that's what I'm doing. And awesome. it's been a great journey. It's been fun. 
it's been scary at times, not going to lie, right? Right, no, yeah. Any, as of with anything. Yep, you for know, sure. You, you, you do things that's fun, exciting, but you love it. And, and that doesn't feel like it's a challenge. It doesn't feel like it's a chore. Right. And, you know, when challenges come around, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll think of a solution for that. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a challenge. It just feels like, okay, that's just, just something that pops up as part of the process. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's that's really neat. I like the story. And just thank you for being transparent and open about that. Um, and, and so now, yeah, helping the next generation of leaders just kind of build that digital. I mean, because that's what it is now is everything is digital. Uh, the digital footprint. I mean, uh, and we're experienced right now. Everything needs to be online uh, for who knows what in the future. And so, um, so I guess just to dive in, what is your kind of positioning on like the digital leadership? Where do you kind of begin with all that? For when I put work with my clients, I would say, what do you stand for? Mm. Uh, what I mean by what do you stand for is what are your values? Yep. And most people don't know what their values are, which is why most people end up being lost or stuck in their lives. Yep. Uh, that was the same for me. Um, that was the same process I went through, uh, which is why we designed Find, Find Your Journey program. And the, the, the framework was you know, the five stages of life um, mm. and the five stages, five stages of life's journey. Uh, where do you climb through each step or each block has its own obstacles and challenges, but each have their own solution and how you could arise over, overcome it. And so knowing what you stand for, knowing your values. Yeah. These are the huge ones. And for me, it's all about like um, growth is my number one. If I'm not growing, I'm dying. Literally. That's yeah. how I feel. No, I think I'm sure most people with, who's in the personal development space or have done some form of personal development would feel the same way. Like if I'm not growing, I'm not learning, I'm not challenging myself daily basis. Yeah. Then it feels like something feels a bit off. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, if we, if we're stagnant, I mean, you think about water that's stagnant and that you don't want to mess with that. It can, and nothing good comes from it really. And so, yeah, being able to keep growing, I think daily, I, I tell people like, just 1% better every day. Just try to be 1% better, at least. Which is why we create those types of adversities and developing the mental resilience, like working yep. out, for instance. Why do yeah. most successful or billionaires you know, work out? It's because it's creating mental resilience. Mm. It's also giving themselves the mind, body, and spirit alignment. It's all about uh, looking after you and taking care of yourself first. Right. Yeah. And those are all in important aspects of not just being a leader, but a leader of your own life. Yes. Like really yeah. taking care of yourself because the equation that I normally take up, put in is if you used to put yourself in an equation, you know, yourself, mm -hmm. then the closest people around you. So <laughs> your parents, your family, your friends, and then put down if they are the ones that rely on you, what happens if you just take them away? You know, if you take out yourself out of the equation, what are they left with? Mm. And yeah. if they rely on you and you don't show up and you don't, you know, step up even for them, what happens to them? What's the consequences that happen to them? Yeah. For instance, I know for a fact that if I'm not around 
Um, my parents would not have someone to help them do translations with mm. uh, the, the English language. It's not their strength. Someone to help them with their finance. Someone to help them with their the career jobs that they have. And you know they rely a lot on me. Then there's a lot of responsibility, right? Yeah. But that's, sure. the, that's the form of responsibility that we take in our lives. It's, you know, in the time being that they are alive, I would enjoy being present with them and do what I can for them because they have done so much for me. And we kind of forget how much our parents have done for us with what they've struggled through and how there are many adversities that they have to overcome to yeah. bring us up, right? And for that, I'm grateful. But Absolutely. now it's the time for me to help and be there for them. Yeah. And I think that's huge. And I think that just, yeah, going back to the values with that is like, because we all have influence. I mean, some people don't, you know, I'm not a leader. I don't, but no matter where you're at, I mean, there's someone that looks up to you or, or is listening to what you're saying or watching what you're doing. So it doesn't matter what level or stage you're at in life. Like you have influence. Now, uh, like Patrick Lencioni says, like, Everyone has influence, but not everybody should because they don't know like and they they abuse it or they're not the best influence. And so, but yeah, I think what do you stand for? I think that first part and and realizing there's people that do rely on us um, in different senses of that word. And um, so with that, so like building that online. So how do we go about building this online around our values? So, so we've see what we stand for, what our values are, then what can we, how can we start building that leadership or, or growing into that leadership? Um, growing online? into that leadership would be down to the content that you put out in the world. Mm, okay. Now, this is not your political posts or right. what you believe in, but how you can actually help and transform people's lives with what you've got to offer. Now, many people are in different uh, areas of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. So some people could be in beauty, you know, they do skin and beauty transformations. Um, there's people who do leadership like yourselves who do leadership transformations, who's there to inspire, to help people to step up to, you know, what kind of education can you help others Right. to be a great leader? You need to speak in public. You need to be able to handle yourself on radio, on podcasts like this, on interviews. Yeah. <laughs> These are skills, right? These are right. not most people would say, how hard is it is is it to speak on the radio or on a podcast? Right. It's not it's not hard. But if you're someone who's introverted, shy, and quiet like myself, I had to train for this. Right. Yeah. Because uh, there's a yeah, with those skills, I mean, we're not the best I'm not the best at everything. There are things that I've had to practice and work on and and try to improve on. And I still am trying to prove on improve on certain things. Uh, and I, so, so I think that's a really important thing to take away from that is like the skills, um, if they're not your strength can be worked on so you can improve. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And building, building the courage to be on Facebook lives or yeah. doing live videos. That's another, another skill yep. because you're thinking on your feet. Yep. You don't know if the content you're saying is going to be right. If you're overcoming a lot of those obstacles as well mm-hmm. for someone like myself who have uh, issues and low confidence mm. i had to build up the courage build up the strengths build up the resilience to get over those fears of being judged 
Okay. And that yeah. was one of the hugest obstacles that I had to overcome. And what helped was I did Toastmasters in public awesome. speaking. Awesome. Yeah. That's how I helped grow myself into a speaker to do podcasting, to do live shows. It's because I grew my confidence by stepping out of my comfort zone. I That's awesome. And just building that resilience and breaking out of the fear. Yeah. And I think sometimes, and that's funny you say that about the video and live things like, yeah, so you're introverted. So you got to work on just building that confidence. So like I'm extroverted, but still for some reason, when I started doing video and everything, like I, I guess it goes to to my personality and my, my traits of being, if you know, the Enneagram. Uh, yeah. So I'm a one. And so oh. me worrying about, messing up or, or not being right or seeing, see, being seen as wrong or whatnot, really kind of, that's what, what my trigger was. So I had to, I had to work on like, Hey, you're adding value. Someone out there, if you don't put that video out or if you don't speak into that video or be do a live, like someone is missing what you have to say. Uh, it doesn't matter if, if someone else thinks you're wrong or something like that, like that one person you could help, like, that's why you have to do it. And so like, it was, it was a struggle for me to like, Oh, like because of my personality. And I, so it's funny. It's like from the two spectrums of, of doing videos and being live, uh, there's, there's always something in everyone's kind of frame of mind that can, it doesn't matter. It, there's always something that can hinder you that we have to work through. Absolutely. And so putting content, um, content that you would find helpful to other people, Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, you know, in leadership or digital leadership, I talk about things like what drives you to do what you do, right? Like, um, what inf- what influences you to get out of bed every morning? Yep. You know, why do you get out of bed? I mean, we could just stay in bed all day and do nothing, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we choose to get out of bed, or something influences to to maybe if you have kids or if you have pets. Maybe they need feeding, they need, need need taking after, but that's responsibility as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they are great structures to actually put in place to help keep you being accountable in showing up for yourself. That's good. Yeah. Just being able to show up. I think that's huge. Cause you, and, and that's the thing. I think people, uh, and I was there myself included, like we wanted to show up, but we wanted to show up perfectly even though we know nothing's perfect we're not perfect but like that's the kind of the thought process instead of just show up just do it just get the content out there as best you can and that that's going to that's going to do more than not doing it obviously yeah absolutely but i mean i have a lot of um perfectionism as well but i'm more <laughs> of a an eight okay so i'm more of like a challenger like the boss type um that wants to get things done and then nice the angry and the angry the angry kid the angry child i gotcha and uh, that's my personality type so but my wing is a huge nine okay so there's a whole thing about i also don't want to get, get into conflicts but i'm also really good at resolving conflicts mm. and uh, that's where the big part of my digital leadership comes into it's conflict yeah. resolution so it's having those tough conversations or not even needing to have those conversations at all. Yeah. Because I've been able to communicate more effectively prior to all that or nurture the relationships that it doesn't even need to come to the, the conflict stage. 
Gotcha. That's 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 crazy how that works. It's almost like, and I heard it again recently, but I love this quote: "Is the the cave we fear to enter holds the treasure we seek." And it's the same thing. Like you're super good at resolving conflict, but like you don't like doing it. So there's a conflict, but you don't go and 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 do your strengths there. Who knows what could happen? But if you did, uh, and you went through that fear to do that, like really great things can happen. And so I, I love going back to that quote because it's so true. It's building on the relationships. I mean, you know, my intention for everyone is love, like mm. love and peace. That's yeah. my intention. Everyone I meet, I'll be kind to them because I don't know what they're going through, what they're going right. through right now, or what they have been through in their whole life. Yeah. But what I can do in the moment is be kind, be nice, smile, and be as helpful as I can. Yeah. You know, Empathy. That's, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a huge empathy and compassion for people. And I suppose that's why my leadership style comes into, but like, again, it's knowing your strengths, knowing what you're working on. Yeah. And because definitely. I've been that kind of person whole my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And that's it true. shows in the communities that I build, mm. in the teams that I work in, uh, the people I meet, the people I have in my circle yeah. and people I happen to connect with like yourselves. I attract, you know, you attract what you are, right? Right. Yeah, it's and it's and that goes back just to that positioning, like and and like how we how we show up and and it's almost like the the actions we do that no one can see has the most weight. Like what we do when no one's seeing the polished social media posts and and videos and uh, things like that. Like what our actions are behind closed doors. That's what really kind of builds. I think that that positioning for leadership and, and that authority. But it's even it's even connecting with like-minded individuals like yourselves. Like, yeah. you know, for us to work together on a podcast, we had to connect and reach out to each other. Yeah. We had to pitch each other in a way, right? We had right, to go, yeah. am I a good fit on your show? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But at least, at least have that conversation. Yep. And yeah, because you'll never know. That's the behind scenes stuff that people don't see, right? But they yep. see the polished thing that comes out on social media, your yep. live interviews, the, yep. the, the fancy StreamYard stuff. Right. <laughs> the shows. Yeah. And it's like, it's it goes back to people who are like, oh, they're successful. They got lucky. They just happened for them. It's like, no, you don't see what they did behind those doors, like the, the hours they put into it, the um, all the work, what they had to go through, the negativity, because when you get to that level, you are going to get so much negativity from people. And if you can't be able to like, let that just bounce off and, and everything like, so it's so much more than people see and realize. And I just, it just makes me chuckle. Cause it, cause I know what it takes to get to the people, the level that like people like Tony Robbins or, or people like that are, are in. And so it's, it's crazy to think of it people think it's just luck they just got lucky <laughs> overnight success yeah we, we we love the whole overnight success but right what goes behind the scenes is the hard work we put behind behind the scenes that no one sees right yeah but that's part of leadership is being okay with that right and being okay with yeah we we got to get our hands dirty we get in the road we, we wouldn't delegate what we wouldn't do ourselves mm. Yeah. Or we wouldn't like support someone else with something we haven't gone through ourselves. Right. We and wouldn't I, help others overcome things that we haven't done ourselves. Right. Yeah. And I think that the way the experience comes in and, and even like as you're building something, a lot of people, I mean, it started out by yourself, like nobody. So you're doing everything. 
but you're learning. At least you have ex- some experience doing it all. No, you might not be the best at it. I'm not the best podcaster. Obviously, I'm no Joe Rogan and <laughs> things like that. But I mean, so you have the experience in different in different areas that then you can delegate or you can teach because like I, I like to tell uh, the ones I help, like you really just need to be 10 percent ahead of the people you're helping because then you've you've been through this stage and you're going to help them get to that level. And as you do, you're going to continue to grow. And that's all it is. So I think, and that kind of goes back to like positioning as authority. And so how, besides knowing what you stand for and the content you put out, like what you're trying to help with, are there other ways that we can position ourselves or, or the listeners can position themselves that are just starting out as an authority? How does that, how does that happen? Well, the whole digital footprint is um, important like you mentioned mm. previously, right? Yeah. So having your own website, having your own social media channels, mm-hmm. but also like I mentioned, the content where you put out is really important right? because everything sticks nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so you got to know what you stand for. So for me, I talk about more, a lot of things about like um, anti-racism, anti-bullying. Okay. Yeah. Um, because this is part of my leadership style. And right. those are things that I've experienced as a child and it's not very nice. So it's part of my way of using my platform to f- still raise the voice where needed Absolutely. similar to people who are the the greatest of greats like lewis hamilton you know mm. he's using f1 as his platform to voice out issues that's still going on about racism and diversity and you know all the big issues right and right i'd love to have a platform like him to do what right he because it's so good yeah but you know, we we all have our own little worlds that we could work towards too and make a difference somewhere else. So exactly, that's the huge part right there. That's the thing because people are like, "Well, I'm not on their level. I don't have their stage." But you have a stage, and so you can make a difference. And it goes back to when we talked about just everyone has influence. And so, like, even if you're a factory worker and you're going in there, like that's still a stage. Like when I was in the nine to five, like going in, that was my stage. I was still going to try to help people see their potential and see their worth and, and, and go after their dreams, even in that setting. Uh, and so it doesn't matter. That's, and I love, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, I think we all have a stage every day. Absolutely. And that's why yeah. I chose to work with charities as board trustee as well. I work awesome. with two charities. One's about, yeah. um, alcohol addiction and, okay. um, rough sleepers. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a charity that supports those type of guys, uh, people yeah. that's in those situations. And because the story was when I was in London, um, I went to a charity, uh, a Christmas charity where they did Christmas hampers. Hmm. And one side of the t- or part of the team decided to um, pack like gift packs where okay. to give to rough sleepers, like new socks, toothbrushes bottle of waters and snacks and you know kind of just a small gift bag like a a help help bag basically gotcha and these are people are you meaning people who are like out on the street kind of sleeping yes so these are guys street sleepers rough sleepers on on the streets okay in london we we handed out care packages to them gotcha okay cool not just handing out those care packages we sat down with them that's awesome so we sat down with them you know we were in like you know nice clothes and Look, you know, as, and you have a lot of people walking past, right? They just give you funny looks. It's like, why are you sitting down with those type of, you know, rough sleepers? And yeah, we 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 sat down, we shared 
their story. We got to know who they are, how they ended up there, hmm. what happened. Um, if there's any way we could get them, you know, give them help, or they already have help. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's just that that's that chapter or that section of my life just changed the way I wanted to give back to the world for sure. And so now I, yeah, I became a board trustee as part of the organization to help with more of the strategic level thing, um, stuff instead of due to time commitment, I couldn't really do much of the, the frontline stuff, but I do try and right. get involved when I can, but at least I'm part of a charity that's doing, you know, doing what they can back for the community. Absolutely. And that's, that's, and that's behind the door stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Like, cause there's so many people out there. They're like, Oh, they're just rich. Like they don't do, but like all the stuff that these people are doing, like, you don't know all that they're helping. And, and I would like, I, I try to think like, man, those guys are probably helping out so many people. Like, I, like they probably are doing so much good, but that I, I love that. So my hat's off to you for doing that. It's always good to, to be a part of things like that. Like for me, I, I, I'm on a board for uh, a not-for-profit for marriages. And then I help with a, a dog rescue because animals are, are a big part of my life. And so we help foster and, and find homes and rescue and stuff like that for them. So, yeah, I don't think I'd be able to let go of them afterwards. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> we've had, we've had over, we've had around 50 so far oh, wow. in the last year you or two. Are, so Amazing. Yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't I think, be able to let go. <laughs> yeah, we've we have failed three times, but so but it's been three, uh, three out of fifty is not bad, I suppose. No, <laughs> that's, that's a good good percentage. But so uh, the other the other charity um, is about kids with uh, awesome. learning difficulties. Oh, okay, cool. So we we help uh, that that charity helps them learn through play activities. Oh, neat. So that's awesome. Uh, play activities outside, indoors activities, craft. Um, and different kind of ways to learn through play. That's really neat. That's uh, awesome. So that's the, that's the second charity I, I'm a board trustee of. But that one I kind of have, do more hands-on stuff. Cool. Because of the the level of staff at the moment and the challenges they're going through. Um, yeah. They're not as big as the other charity. Okay. So this one requires a bit more time commitment, but I'm okay with that because yeah, for me it's about helping the next generation of kids, next generation of leaders, right? Yep. Again, that aligns with what I stand for, what I show up for, and it inspires me because the team mm. yep. is what makes it great. The team is so, they show up every day, they're so committed, they're always high energy, that's awesome. they always have fun. Yeah. You know, and that's the most important part of my life is if you're not having fun, then you're not doing it right. Yep, I that's agree. The same thing with the corporate side was because I wasn't having fun, I wasn't the the restraints of not being able to be creative and the environment just didn't nurture growth yeah you got to fit where you're aligned with so it didn't align with what i would stood for which was growth yeah and if i'm not growing i'm dying yeah. so therefore it was just like it felt horrible it was mm. a nice company and the team was great but it's yeah. just the culture and the the way it's been structured isn't ideal for those who want to accelerate in growing gotcha that and that, it's just that environment. Like, I mean, you know, it could be different yeah. for other corporations, other um, organizations. I'm not saying every organizational corporate. Right. It's just that yeah. one didn't fit me. Yep. And no, that was I, the wake up call for me. Yep. And it's sometimes, yeah, that just happened. And it's nothing against anyone except it's just, it's just growth. Like during growth, you're going to be in different areas. Like you're going to be uh, brought to a level for something different. 
Like it does. So that just, you're outgrowing where you were and you're moving on to something greater now. And so uh, I, I, I really like that, that thought of that, like, as we grow, like we outgrow clothes, toys, like the same movies don't interest us. Like we're just, we're maturing almost in our leadership journey and fitting in different places. So I know a lot of people that I talk with, like, and this goes back to the positioning of authority is they find themselves growing, but they feel like an imposter, the imposter syndrome. So <laughs> with that, like with that and, and their content. So that's why they're trying to do is, is position themselves through their content. What do you suggest people do when they might have that imposter syndrome, but they still have that, that knowledge that experience that education to share how to break through and still kind of position themselves. Imposter syndrome is, uh, is a big thing. Yeah, it's real. It's there, but be aware of it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't focus on it though. Right. Uh, focus on the greater good. Focus on again. Why do you show up? Who yep. you showing up for? What do you stand for? Focus on that instead of focusing on the negatives. Um, the the whole thing about the whole short term focus and focus on matter. What matters? Mm, yes. Does it matter if you're trying your best? You know, you're doing your best, you're trying your best with what you have, what you can. If you don't know the answers or someone disagrees with it, okay, cool. (laughs) That's it. Like, if they disagree, they disagree with it. I mean, we don't have to to have the same taste in flavors. Right. Someone could like vanilla ice cream. Someone could like chocolate ice cream. I still respect the choice, but I I know what I would prefer, but you know, (laughs) different, right? But for sure, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just having that respect of people's opinion. People's, um, you know, they may have a different level of perspective or different education, or they might have seen something, a different insight. Mm. See it as a learning curve. If they go, that doesn't sound right, or that doesn't look right. Okay, could you explain yourself why it doesn't, right? I'm happy to learn more about it. Because, again, we're still discovering, we're still learning. We don't have all the answers. Right. But we've got what we learned and what it might not be right. You know, our perspective might not be right. Our, our knowledge might be, might be different because we might learn from different mentors. Yeah. They have different methods. They have a different methodology, different framework or different, again, different opinion, but what works for you? Exactly. Yeah. What and that's you- the thing. Yeah. Cause we, and we all have different thoughts, ideas, perspectives and that's the that's the only, the beauty of it like because we're different and like in our in our differences we can come together and be stronger because we do bring those differences and and uh, Jono you might bring something in I'm like oh snap okay I never thought of that like that's brilliant or yeah like uh, I, don't, I don't I don't agree with it but man, okay but you've got me thinking about this now which helps me like and that's how it can be and that's how it should be instead of just like oh you're wrong sorry it's just, it's oh, it's only this way so the, the closed mindset of not wanting to know that more answers is what stops you from growing, stops you mm. from um, building relationships. Even yep. you know you could you could go that doesn't sound right or something something's a uh, you could disagree with people, right. but have a, a more again it's down to communication, isn't it? Be more clear yes. <laughs> instead of be more clear and your intention of your, the way you portray it's so easy behind social media because it's all about text, right? There's no, there's no tonality. 
there's no sarcasm there's nothing <laughs> it's just straight text right yeah like if, if your partner or something just texts you and goes where are you if you looked at the text and it just said where are you yeah it, it oh look, boy what did i do <laughs> yeah, it could look like, uh what did i do or what's the matter right yeah yep or it could just be the tonality if they were next to you but was like oh where are you yep exactly where, whereabouts are you in the in the store instead of just reading the text be like oh yeah what did i do wrong kind of <laughs> and that's what social media can do so knowing the damages of how tonality and text could be so um miscommunication mm, and yep. misinterpretation a lot yes because because there's things like oh that sound that looks like a personal attack uh yeah and then that gets me yeah and that gets the and then when you're online you open up the whole world and so you have different cultures now and i could say something and it is completely harmless but in their culture it comes off wrong or it sounds wrong or it's taken wrong and i'm like oh man and so that's yeah that's a big one even sports players right they have their social media plans from different cultures yeah going to different countries they do a tweet or a yep. post they write something you know in their culture it's completely normal yeah but when it's reflected or translated back into <laughs> the western terms it's something that's racist or right you know, hateful or whatever right and yeah. they may not even know about it yeah because the education the belief the culture is all different yeah and I, that's and that's why it's important that really kind of I think goes back just to where you started is it was what do you stand for? Because I think those values are gonna be if you can figure that out and then you can figure out how to approach it through the content, uh, through the text, through the video, hopefully people are doing out there and overcoming those fears of it, um, to get that authority position kind of built within their market, within their niche. And um yeah, I think that these are all super important valuable pieces as as someone's growing their online coaching business or podcast business or whatever it is so with that i, I would love um a couple things we usually at, at the end of the episode i ask my guests uh so the fifth trait of pencil leadership is that a pencil is created with a purpose and that's to leave a mark um on the surfaces it's it writes on so the same thing for you, after everything is said and done for you, Jono, on, on earth here, what do you hope the mark you left is? To create influential leaders on the next generation, who's going to inspire the young generation, the young people um, in the next generations to come. Awesome. I as, love as, that. And that's, the, you know, I always say, if I can help one person change their lives, in a stage, in a room, in anyone consuming the, the audio, the content, the podcast, yeah. and they take it away and find something useful and implement in their lives that's changed in, and have a positive effect in their lives, then that, that my job is done. Yeah. However, saying that, I did have a friend who challenged me and say, if you're swinging your message, you might as well hit everyone <laughs> and get right. everyone to change their lives. I mean, I love the fact that if I can get everyone to change their lives for the better, or to grow, to change, to inspire the next generation, or influence and inspire or impact the next generation of people. Or like, that's great. Yeah. But I know most people won't. Yeah. But I will do what I can in the time I have, 
in the space sure. and platform that I have to do the best I can and help others. That's awesome. I love that. And, and I think it's a noble undertaking. So I, I applaud you and continue to follow and, and support you with that. Um, before we do close, where can people find out more about what you do, what you offer and how to stay connected? Yep. So if you want to go to my website, it's johnopoon.com, which Perfect. you've already got already. So Perfect. That's yeah, there we go. <laughs> so that if anyone wants to, to speak to me, connect with me, um, just drop me a message. I'm happy to connect. Awesome. Well, Jono, again, thank you so much for being on the show today and just sharing about building this digital leadership. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you, Chris, for having me on. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope it brought you value. If it did, leave a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. This actually helps us get this in front of more people so we can leave a bigger mark. And then share this with someone, someone that it could bring value to so you can make a difference in their life as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.